Now, for the best two hours in radio, it's time for the Varsity Radio Show. Here's your host, Seth Henniger. Hey, we are just so glad that you're here with us. It's going to be a fantastic day. We're so excited. And what makes every single week great is the people in this room who make this show phenomenal. To my right, he's one of my very, very good friends, Chris Bolden. What's up? What's up? Good to be back. Living the dream. Living a dream every day. <laughs> Living the dream. And let us not forget the one that pushes the button, slides the sliders, makes the music happen. He's the Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a great day. Got a good show lined up. D.A.R. going to be in the studio with us today. Patriots. It's going to be fun. Patriots. Yeah. Caitlin O'Neill and Caleb Allen, they will be on the show. So you're not going to miss FCA nope. coming up. All the fun. And before we get there, we want to start with Meme of the Week. Memes of the Week. This is so appropriate. And this happens to me. <laughs> I hate it when it happens, but it happens, Chris. It's a picture of Baby Yoda looking up, all sketched out. Says, cashier, your total is $6.66. People from the South. Nope, not today, Satan. Here, add this piece of candy. Truth. I know people like that. Truth. Yeah. For you're, real. You're Chris. setting my one. You're setting my one. For real. For real. For real. Like, I'm just a numbers person. Though. Not today. No. I'm a numbers person, so if I see that, I'm like... Rounded up. Yes, it's so funny, but it's true. Too bad you can't do a nickel piece of gum anymore to add to that. It's like 25 cents. Right. The next meme, I posted this. <laughs> like, I did this before, this last week. <laughs> so I'd like to say that we had a struggle win. <clears throat> yeah. I feel bad about that. If you, any Alabama fans out there, I think we all had blood pressure issues mm. on Saturday. Just thanking the Lord for a kicker. Yes, in a really good prayer life. Yeah. You know? <laughs> anyway, but before that, there's this meme, and it's got a line with a bunch of sheep, and it says Alabama football with the line. And everyone else. I don't know if that still stands. We'll no. see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, and then there's this. In case you start thinking about the goodness of God in the shower, and it's got a tambourine sitting on top of a, like a little shower thing where you put your shampoo and stuff like that. That's what I like to call BYOT. Bring your own tambourine. That's right. Yes. In the bath, in the shower. Yes. So, you know, that's, a celebratory that's moment. When you and get so, happy anywhere. That's right. In the shower. <laughs> so, hey, I've had some really good Jesus moments in the shower. But anyway, <laughs> this is hilarious. The Bible. Be fruitful and multiply. Y'all chill out. I ain't going where you think I am. Dollar General. Who are we to disobey the Lord? Right? <laughs> True. Steven, is that not true? Like I know, right? Like rabbits. I've tried to figure out how many Dollar Generals we have here just in Gunnersville because there's one stretch of road that has at least, no, no, okay, two in Gunnersville. You keep going down 69, into Scant City, you got another one. Yes. So it's three on the same road. That's too many. Al- Albertville, Albertville has four within about a <sighs> three-mile radius. I was driving around in the middle of nowhere up in Asbury, and I uh-huh. saw a giant piece of pavement. I said, there's going to be a Dollar General. Yep. Yeah. Between I, that and the I, Alexander Shinara signs, we're yes. doing pretty well, aren't we? Yeah. You know, we I heard had, they already found those on Mars with the camera. Yeah, I, Dollar I heard Generals about that. and Alexander Shinara. Yeah. This is this is appropriate. It's a picture of Bobby Boucher and it says Mama 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 said very, Jimbo very Fisher good. is mad cause he 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 done bought all them five stars and still lost to an, an unranked <laughs> <out> state. <laughs> 
struggle win of the week, <laughs> other than Marshall and Notre Dame. We're going to take a quick music break. Come join us over on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter, YouTube. We're everywhere. See you there. You posted a video on our show, Prep. It was hilarious, Steven. Which one and, we talking uh, about? We're talking about the, the girl and her mom. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think it's so appropriate, Chris. Because <laughs> we're... Everybody but Samuel in here. Samuel will happen soon enough. But we're all mo- we're all dads. Yeah. Right? And part of the joy of being a parent is at some level embarrassing your kids. Yeah. Right? I mean, at some level, Steven, you got to. You know their buttons. You can't not right. push them. Right, yeah. right. God gave us that gift. It's, it's funny we're talking about this. Me and my wife just had this conversation with my son the other day about doing something maybe dumb to... Him or you know something goofy and Carline one day just embarrassed him and what would he do? To Caleb. Yeah, and he was like, he's like, I would just get in the car and just crouch down. Well, my little girl's a little more outgoing. Yeah. And I figured she would join in or something if I got out of the car and started breakdancing or something. Music. Yeah. Yeah. She said, Daddy, I would just get in the car and I would tell everybody, forget what you just saw. Turn your heads. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, that's not the little girl that I know that I've got. Like, what happened to you? <laughs> You're the party animal in the family. Exactly. What happened? <laughs> but anyway, Stephen found this brilliant video. You want you want to set that up, Stephen? Oh, it's sure. It's just we know, how to, we know how to press these buttons. So it's just hilarious. imagine. You're going to see the video. Basically, yeah. what's going on is there's a mom and her daughter. They are in the car, and they're stopped somewhere. And there are a lot of people along the side of the road. Maybe they're at a shopping center. Right. I don't know where they're at. There's a lot of people. And this girl... You Future ammunition for your daughter. <laughs> she, uh, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. mom, mom just takes every opportunity just to embarrass her. It's just so good. Take a look at this. Oh. He's cute. Look. Yeah. <laughs> mom, stop. Stop. <laughs> mom. Stop. <laughs> Go. Love it. Love it. Mom. Love it. I'm sitting here now. <laughs> that is so fun. I have to sit here now. I love That's it. so fun. Yeah. You know what would make that even better? What? Mom's like, hey! Yeah, I know, right? Hey, my daughter has something to say. If she had one of those karaoke <laughs> microphones that you could Bluetooth into it. Right. Yes. Right. And then you yes. like slowly, like her head slowly starts coming up like on home like that. Yes. <laughs> you know? Anyway, I'm just, that's hilarious. I'm just saying that you two should do that with your daughters one day. I'm I can totally see. I'm just saying. I, I I'm kind of. I'm kind of discouraging my daughter from boys. I'm be like, don't date till you get out of school. It's funny because right now my little girl is like, whenever we're blasting some music in the truck, mm-hmm. and she's really loving the song. She wants me to roll the windows down so everybody else yep. can hear it. So she's wanting that kind of thing. But for that reason, I think she wants the windows kept up. Uh, yeah, because you're blasting. Well, no. For for this reason, if there right. were a boy that she right. might like, and I pulled one of those on her, oh my gosh! I just think, she'd probably do the same thing. I mean, you do the Lifeline Morning Show, and yeah. so Stephen, I just think you have more opportunity than most dads to yeah. load down <laughs> on ways to torment your child. <laughs> oh yeah, man! I always have good ideas. I get a lot of tips and tricks. Well, tell me the best ones you've got. Oh, oh. We're, we're parents. We need. This one takes the cake. Okay, Instead of good. mom, it's it's actually dad and mom. They're together, and um, the kids are in the car. And they roll up on this football team doing a car wash. 
<laughs> and they roll up and roll down the window and they say, hey, my daughter thinks you're cute. I'll pay you 10 extra dollars if you bring all the guys over here and wash our car. Love it. So good. Love it. So good. Steven, you, Fantastic. Part, of, part of the thing to date your daughter, you should have to take them to the safari and make them go Yes. Through. If you can survive Harmony Safari <laughs> yes. Park. Yeah, then yes. you're good enough for my that daughter. That should be kind of the that's thing, and be like, no. if you can survive it, you're in. <laughs> in the back of a truck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, With nope. a bucket of food. Mm-hmm. If they can do that, Stephen, there's nothing that you're that man can't protect your daughter from. Right. Exactly. I'm just saying. Yeah. I just saying. You. Think about it. Because then you <laughs> could say, I relate to you. I protected my my daughter from from the water buffalo. Yeah. Protected such a large word. The FCA moment of the week. All right, we have Candy Armstrong here. She's famous on the Varsity Radio Show. She's quite popular. Yes. Uh, and yeah. so we are so excited to have you, Candy. How you doing? I'm good. How are y'all? Fantastic. We get to be with you today. It's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's going on? Yeah. So we're excited yeah. to hear about it. So you got to give us the deeds. What's going down? With okay. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So last night we had our Kingdom Men's Huddle. Um, Danny Werfel was the keynote speaker and did a phenomenal job. It was a great turnout, great night. The weather was beautiful. It was, yeah, I couldn't beat it, but it went really, really well. Um, so now we're looking forward to next Monday night. Next Monday night we have our a message from Home Plate which is going to be Monday, September the 19th, 545 Trash Panda Stadium. Point of of Grace is going to be our worship leaders for the night. So we've got a little over 500 right now that will be attending that event next Monday night. And we still have several days of tickets to be sold, whatnot. So we are really excited about that one. Nice. But anyway, that's next Monday night. Yes. And, um, Seth, I just sent you this, but this is for our Iron Bowl prayer breakfast. I just sent it to you, I think, in a text. <gasps> nice. But um, we've got those coming up. It's going to be right around the corner. We have um, Coleman County is going to be on Wednesday, November the 16th. And then we go to Marshall County, which will be Thursday, November 17th. And then Madison County, we will end up in Madison County on Friday, November the 18th. Um, all of this is posted on our social media site, so you can follow us at NorthAlabamaFCA.org and um, uh, learn more. We're going to be sending out um, the school packets to the huddle coaches within the next couple of weeks. So that's gearing up. We have huddles, coaches breakfast going on. I was at Lee High School this morning for coaches breakfast and huddle. Amazing turnout at Lee. Shout out to them today. They had probably around 60 there this morning. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it was really good, and they are really excited. It's a new huddle that's starting up, and um, so excited about that. But we had people going all over to different huddles and stuff today. Um, we also are gearing up for our um, coach and spouse timeout weekend that we have going on in January. So there'll be more of that coming out, <coughs> but we're already in the process of planning that. We have, um, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. Um, I'll have to cheat on the date. 
Um, see you at the poll. It's coming up Wednesday, September the 28th. So wow. everybody, make sure you plug in at one of the campuses. Go and support those kids. Um, pray for them. Kids need prayed over more so now, I think, than ever with everything that they're facing and just the worldly views. And it's just, it's a hard time. I was talking to some of the high schoolers this morning, um, just things that they struggle with. And I thought, when I was in high school, I would have never have even dreamed of some of the stuff that they are facing today. You're not so wrong. Our youth needs our prayers daily, consistency. Oh, yes, big time. And then we have Fields of Faith, which is the national um, Fields of Faith, which is going to be Wednesday, October the 12th. Nice. So that's another thing. We've already had Arab High School. They've already had their Fields of Faith. We've got different high schools in the area. We used to do them with FCA, but now then the school, we've got so many schools that's putting them on within the different counties that we cover yes. that we just go and attend and help come alongside them, partner with them and help them in any way possible. So anyway, so be looking for a school in your area um, to get plugged into. Um, November will be here before we knew it. know it. We're going to have um, camp specials. We'll have our Black Friday specials kicking off in November. So we just got stuff going on constantly right now, gearing up. It may be things in the future, but as y'all know that have attended some of the FCA events, there's a lot that goes into them. And yes. so we have to start preparing way before, way before. We've even started promoting PLT for next year thus far. Wow. And the PLT, um, the guest speaker next year for PLT is going to be, I uh, can't say it yet, sorry. So uh -huh. sorry. <laughs> message let, it. Me, let me see. Hold on. Hold message on, hold it on. to me. I'm going to reach for something because I think we might can. Yep, I can. We've mailed it out. We can go. Tim Tebow. Wow. No yeah. way. Yeah. That's done. huge. Done. Yes, That's huge. Wow. So, yes. Um, I'm okay yeah. with that Florida. I'm okay with that Florida stand-up thing you got going on He's now. the only one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> These have been mailed out and advertised, so I think that is cool to say. But, you know, but it's a year away, but it's a lot of planning that takes place. Nice. I know, Coach, you were at PLT this year, mm -hmm. and you see it's there's awesome. a, lot of, a lot of moving parts, and it takes a long time to get those events ready. Yep. But, yeah, we've uh, we got lots going on. We're excited. God's been good, been faithful, and um, our supporters, our leadership teams, we could not do what we do without them. There's just, there's just no way. Nice. So for all of our sponsors and our partners and our board members and our Tom Landry associates, on my behalf, I say thank you because you allow me to get to do what I get to do. Well, we're so glad that you came on with us, Miss Candy. You yep. are Absolutely. phenomenal. Lots going on and excited to see you guys again. Yeah. Yeah. I'd while, love Chris. to. Been I know it's been since PLT since I saw yeah. you. So. He's surviving. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> We're but. seeing some stuff moving at Asbury. So. Oh yep, there you go. Well, hey, and I'm telling you what, Asbury, um, y'all student leadership team is coming mm -hmm. right along. It's growing, and that was cool. I was working in that file some this morning, and yeah, bunch of sounds like a bunch of good kids and. Got a lot of good things going on over there. Yeah, we had several on the football team get saved a couple weeks ago. Oh, awesome. So it's, it's cranking over there right now. 
That is so awesome. Yep. Awesome to hear. It's good to hear feedback and different things that's going on with the mm-hmm. schools that we support and different things that's going on. And, uh, you know, we've got you coaches. We couldn't do what y'all do. Y'all influence so many kids on campuses. So we appreciate what y'all do. And I'm just whatever we can do to help y'all out, let us know because we're here for you. Well, we're always thankful for SCA. It provides us an avenue in the school. So. Well, Miss Candy, we appreciate all that you do everywhere. Guy, thank you for the basically the small groups that you provide yes. for each school, each student, and a place for them to be bold and pursue God with a group of people and not by themselves. So exactly, mm-hmm. and that's it. So they don't feel secluded. And you know, I, if I could share a story right quick, when we were at Lee this morning, are we running out of time? Or are we good? We're good. We're good. Okay, so the huddle coach that we've got at Lee, um, he's a local youth pastor, and he was there this morning, and he gave an example. I had never seen it before, but he was talking about um, in dark times, um, because some of the kids that were sharing, you know, when you're in the dark times, you find yourself in a dark place. Mm -hmm. You know, as Christians, we're always called to let our light shine. We, We fail, we're sinners, you know, we're human. Um, but that was the point of the message today was even in dark times, we are to let our light shine because we never know who's watching and we never know who we can be a positive influence for or be a, just a person that can, they can talk to. And that's what a lot of kids needs is just somebody that they can talk to. But he did an example where he took, um, hand sanitizer y'all may have seen this i didn't but he put it on his desk and just like run squirted some out alongside it and then he took a cigarette lighter and went like on the outskirts of it and so we were sitting there in the light and we couldn't see anything that was going on but when he turned the light out you could see the flame Mm -hmm. and it was you know so even when you're in those dark places or you know you're feeling down and depressed and Satan's trying to take over you know we need to let that light shine and there was that big flame shining in the dark it was just it was just like an aha moment you know with me like we always need to do that but how we fail at that a lot of times but anyway it was cool I was excited anyway. well Miss Candy that was a good sermon you just <laughs> preached so you can hear her speak next Monday night at Come on! Yeah, home no. plate. Please, Is it happening? Please. Is no. it happening? Be at the gate helping. <laughs> Preaching I, at the gate. I'm going okay. to and Jamie. I'm going to talk to Ken and Jamie. we got to get that lined up. That's right. Gotta... Yeah, no. no Miss no, 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 Candy, no. thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you for all that FCA does. And yes. we are so looking forward to seeing you again next week. Absolutely. We'll be here. Talk to you later. See you, Candy. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. You too. So, uh... This is really cool. Steven, I think you posted this. Tom Brady, whether you like him or not, at least statistically, is probably the great well, he's one more He's he's the greatest Super Bowl. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. He and is. he's won more back. Super Bowls than any other quarterback, whether you like him or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always liked Tom Brady. I'm not a fan of him like I am Alabama, but he is phenomenal. He's playing on my favorite NFL team. I'm not a big NFL watcher, but he's playing on my favorite NFL team. The Bucs? Yes. Really? Yeah, I've been proud to have a quarterback. They're a good team. so appropriate. (laughs) The way that they set him up on a return with, in my opinion, probably the greatest athlete of all time. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady, the ageless quarterback. I was away from the game for almost two years. 
He didn't make two months. But you know what that tells me? How much he wants it. How much he needs it. Especially against them Cowboys, who have never beaten him. We'll see y'all again, trust me. Because greatness like this doesn't come along that often. <laughs> He's back. We'll see you again. Trust me. Yeah, he saw him again real quick. He didn't want to see no more of him. <laughs> <laughs> what a promo. That was so good. I mean, if you're going to get set up to come back, who better <laughs> than the greatest comeback story of all time? This cat's 45-year-old and he's still playing quarterback. Yeah. He's not playing punter. You know, you hear of punters or kickers in their 40s playing. He's playing quarterback at 45-year-old. And he took you know, a shot the other night still. You know yeah. what happened, though? And he got up it's, and shoot his lineman out. He couldn't. He couldn't sit on the sideline as long as you've got it, and as long as you're winning. That's my thing. Why people say Nick Saban? How long is he going to play? Well, if you're losing a game a year, I mean, are mm-hmm. you? It's hard to stop then. And, and he's not just a great quarterback, but if you notice that some of the people that he's had come on with him that are veterans, he's a great recruiter too. He is. He recruited Julio, and Julio was in not great shape coming into the season. Yes. And and they were talking about this the other night. He put him on his, his workout program, the TB12 or whatever it is. Brady's had him eating like he's supposed to and all this, and dude come out the other night and caught like a 50-yard pass. I don't, like I never would have imagined Julio could make that catch. Yeah. And he made that catch, and I was like, Astounded, and my son looked at it. And he goes, "Dad, that's like the old Julio." And I said, "I know, he's back." I mean, just that's he only exciting. Had, he only had sixty something yards that night, but that was still huge. I mean, because he's a he's a weapon. You can't not double team him at times. Yeah. So I love it. The clutch moment. And uh, today I want to talk to you about attacking. Okay, I'm not talking about attacking people. What I am talking to you about is something that Christians don't do enough of. I think and. Because of that, I, I think most Christians, honestly, if, if we're honest, Chris, they live on defense. Yeah. When God really wants us to be on offense, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I believe the, day, the devil's greatest weapon, our tactic, is fear, right? Yes. Because if he can make you afraid, then he shuts you down. I, I believe the, that's his greatest weapon, but true... Active Christians don't just sit around to get pounded. They move past their fear and they actually act. Yeah. So, Chris, why do you think most Christians play defense and not offense? I think some of it is because we're raised up and we're taught for so long that we are supposed to be kind of turn that other cheek. Yeah. And so because of that, it's that mindset that you always have to kind of be I don't want to say run over, but you you don't fire back, right? But yet, if you look at if you look at Matthew eleven, when Jesus is talking about John, he talks about somebody that was so passionate about God that he was willing to go toe to toe with people that disagreed with how he believed. Yeah, even though he knew it was where he was at, and he was right. But that's what he wants us to be. He wants us to be so passionate and so on fire for him that. We're willing to fight for him. It's good. And willing to stand in that gap when we need to. Yeah, that's good. So so I'm going to go into this. What do we need to do to start attacking? The first thing I want to say is the devil or fear specifically will drive us to hide our sin mm-hmm. uh, and cause us to freeze up and will stop us from taking shots. Yeah. 
And I said this this last week. You know, I got to preach on Sunday. And I said this. When we sin, our first action is to hide. We've been hiding since Adam and Eve. Yeah. We want to hide. We want to cover up. But we must pursue righteousness. If we stay accountable and constantly try to attack our sin, then we defeat the fear uh, of being found out and the fear that I don't know if he can use me or not. So why is it important that we stay in a constant state of pursuing Jesus? In order for us to, to let our light shine, we've got to be pursuing him. We've, we've got to be, I mean, that's one of the things we're supposed to constantly be more like him. Yeah. And so in order to that, it comes to the point of we've got to be willing to be quick to say, hey, this is not right in my life and ask God to forgive us and to help us with it. And, and and to help ask others to help us in that same way. That's why it says, you know, we should ask a brother to help us, you know, in situations. It helps you be accountable and and to be able to push and, and keep going through. Yeah. So the second thing is the second thing on attacking is this hit the enemy in the nose. Yeah. This is funny, but how do we act against the devil? How do we punch him? Uh, and, and I'm going to tell you in a minute, because here's the thing. 90% of bullies can be deterred, and I'm not encouraging violence at all, no. by punching <laughs> in the nose. You know, if somebody steps up and, 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 and won't back down, then you take the joy out mm-hmm. uh, of tormenting somebody. But when I'm, I'm talking about the devil here, you got to hit the enemy in the nose. How do we act against the devil? How how do we actually punch him? We create a powerful prayer life and feed ourselves consistently and constantly with scripture. And, and here's a great example. Well, that's great and everything. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to memorize scripture. I know. But Jesus, this is how he defeats the devil. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, it says, But Jesus told him, No, the scripture says. Yeah. Right? That's... And he keeps on and he goes, again, the devil comes back at him. And in Matthew 4, 7, he says, Jesus respond. The scripture also says, how how does Jesus defeat the devil again? And then a third time, the devil comes back to him when he's attacking Jesus. He says, get out of here, Satan. Jesus told him, for the scripture says. So Jesus clearly shows us right here. How do we defeat the enemy of our soul? How do we defeat the, the, the voice in our head with Scripture? So why is it important that we memorize Scripture, Chris? Well, I mean, because if you memorize it in those key times and situations, whether it be that you're you're going through a struggle or there's somebody around you maybe going through a struggle, the Holy Spirit can drop that Scripture in remembrance and bring it back up to you to be yeah. able to share, to be able to stand on in that time to say, Look, you know, I mean, here, here's what God's word says. Yeah. Here's here's what God did before. Right. Here's, and and the one thing I always try to to tell people is, you remember what it says in Revelation. Remind him of what his future is. When he wants to tell you what your past is, remind him of what his future is. Right. Which is scripture. Right. Yes. Yeah. Number three, start taking shots. Start taking shots. So why do why do most Christians never lead anyone to Christ? Why do you believe that, Chris? Because stats say that that's true. Why? I, I think some of it is is there is the part of the condemnation. They don't feel like they have the ability to be able to do it. And then I think some of it too is they've just never been trained. That was the biggest thing for me is I was never 
trained or discipled and showed how I could do that. And yeah. uh, I think that's where, as a church, that's where we fail new believers and even believers alike um, is is being able to explain to them and teach them how to, you know, be able to win somebody to Christ, you know, in the same way that somebody won us. Yeah. So. So good. So, I uh, it's 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 essential. I, I believe that Christians, instead of being on defense, though they go on yes, the offense. Got to. And you pursue people. In the way that I mean that you're not okay with people going to hell. Yes. You're, you're not okay with people not knowing Jesus. If we're Christians, that should become a major part of our life. And I'm going to pray that God does that over your life right yes. now. God, I come to you, and I pray, God, that the people listening right now, that they would be encouraged, and they today would begin to reach out and be the lot of Jesus to the people that you surround them with. Yes. God, help them to go on offense, no longer living on defense, no longer being beaten down, but God attacking the enemy and making a difference. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to give it to Texas. <laughs> right? Man, guys, seriously, y'all, I fully expected this to dominate. I, I expected when the quarterback opened his mouth, we would just destroy him. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, But... I don't know if you heard this, Stephen. I know you have since I've seen it, but allegedly the Alabama locker room had no air. Mm-hmm. True. But the Alabama football staff prepared for this, and they brought their own air conditioning. I will say, okay, a little few things, because I'm shocked Sarkeesian did some of this stuff just because of how much respect he has for Saban. They basically made it where the band couldn't come. They mm-hmm. could, but... They had to set in the upper deck, which takes them completely out of the game. Right. If they you're in the that, upper deck playing, you're not going to... They did that on here. purpose. Oh, yeah. One. Two, they took away their air conditioning in Texas. Mm-hmm. In, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... In the locker room. I don't even know what to say. Some of the stuff's just... Listen, I've heard of visitor locker rooms being painted pink and stuff. Yeah. That's okay. I'm okay with that. It's It's mental. It's mental. I've been, I've like, I've helped with football teams for the last several years, and like, you'll go to some, even some of the high school games, and yeah. the, and the the football team will have to walk probably another hundred, hundred and fifty yards to go to their locker room, like at halftime. And mentally, you can see how it wears on them because like they're already wore out and they're having to walk, and they're ready to be there, and then come back, you know. So they really lose a lot of that time. Yeah. So this it, isn't the first time that this has happened either, because no. this was reported even back in 2019. Wow. Texas was guilty of it. Well, they yeah. they claimed that Texas was guilty of it, but the athletic director came back and said, "No, everything was working fine." So, well, I know the sources right now are saying that this happened, and I'm hoping that it's accurate. But we're we're sticking with Jamie Hale from Jamie Hale Sports. Yes, she reports. You're the stuff, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. We believe so, in you, Jamie. You know what? That really made uh, some of the SEC roll call this week. It was really yes. good. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have. And I, I, I'm going to give you a picture. Uh, those of you out there, we're going to give you a picture of what the Alabama-Texas game looked like. Mm. Uh, it has to do with the ref. And mm. so this this picture right here basically describes the entire game. Entire mm-hmm. game. Okay. Yeah, it had something to do with all those, all yes, those flags. Yes, right there. Yes, yeah. there's the game. There mm-hmm. it is. Looks right like- there. I... Have you ever watched a more penalized game in your life? Looks like somebody had a Whataburger like obsession. Right. They just left rappers laying off. 
mean, I can't. I, if it was every play or every other play, there was a penalty. At least it wasn't These as bad. These guys were out of control. At least it wasn't as bad as the ref that missed that Cincinnati touchdown. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, good night. Don't even go look at that. <laughs> how Call, about all the... Cost all the, them the game. How about all the horns down stuff? Even Saban mm. got a little bit of a talking to from the, uh, <laughs> from the media before everything went down. Did y'all catch that? Did you see that? Yeah. I heard that. Well, here. Report. Yeah. It's, uh, take a look at this. Clarified this offseason that the horns down hand gesture would be a penalty. What, have you addressed that with the team going into this game? What, what, what's that? The horns down hand gesture could be a 15-yard penalty. I have not addressed it with the team, but I appreciate you letting me know that. So, you know, we got a lot of other things we need to really worry about. But I think that's a good thing for me to go over with the team, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how he keeps looking at the camera kind of like, um... Um, like, I can't believe um, you asked me this. This is so <laughs> just not what I want to talk about. Next. But you saw all the horns down. Yeah, they did yeah, it at, the, at end. the end. Yeah, not just at the end. I saw it all throughout the game. Yeah. And a, a lot of other people noticed what was going on. And there's a couple guys who like to do a little sports uh, analysis over on TikTok who really broke this down. I found their video. See what you think about this. One of the, I mean, one of my favorite pictures of all time is Matt Jones yes. running a touchdown into the end zone, yes. flashing the horns down yeah. sign over Texas. Yeah. Texans act like they're so big and they're so bad, and oh, we're the best. All it takes to ruin their day is for somebody to walk around doing horns down like this. And I mean, they're just like, oh, I need to find a corner to cry in somewhere. They had to run wow. to the college football committee and ask them to start penalizing a post teams who flash the horns down sign come on guys if that's where we're at you guys need to you know go get out of the get out of the business and just leave i mean they're pathetic horns down all day long wow <laughs> amen wow. yeah that's right get over yourself we don't get pit nobody else gets penalized right so why do they get special treatment I had a friend at the game who was actually, he was, you know, on the visitor side. So to him, the horns were already down. He made a note of that. He, he snapped a picture and he said, look, the horns are already down before the game even started. It was so good. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, mm-hmm. I agree with that guy right there. Very much so. <laughs> yep. And uh, also, uh, they they sent a preemptive strike, Stephen. They did. This Texas, Texas got ready <laughs> on the side. Uh, and they sent security. We're going to show you a picture. They sent extra security to make sure these kids, these people didn't rush to fit. Look at all the extra security. But I would like to let them know that Alabama also helped them with that. So they never had to use that extra security. So, you, you know, <laughs> I, in all my years, you're even, welcome. Even going to Alabama games, I've never seen the student section from Alabama rush the field. That's because it's normal. As, I mean, when you're, when you're in, when you're the top, yeah, when you're the top, I just don't, I don't know, top of the top, uh, and so also, uh, that, that's just crazy though. Like they got ready for them. Look at that extra security. Like they're gonna stop that many people. Oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. And like they were really gonna stop them. No, they weren't gonna they, stop them. They, they were tried, gonna let every bit of that happen. They tried, but they're not. And and so. Uh, on another side, those I think you have found a Nick Saban TikTok, wasn't it? Yeah, I got a hold of this, and you know, a lot of players uh, they get so nervous before a game. I mean, their stomachs are tore up. But Nick, he, uh, he has a, something to say about all of that. I love what he said on this. Here, uh, take a look at this. 
you kind of helped me harness my emotions into a positive way. You know what I mean? I always say you learn me. I used to be crying before the games, like turned up so emotional. Coach, like, hey, man, you can't be doing this stuff, man. Like, you got to learn to channel this stuff, like, in a positive direction. Guys that get high anxiety, which is, I think, when you're a young player, you know, you wanted to be good so bad and you wanted to do well so bad that you got so tied up in sort of the outcome I thinking, you know, I got to go score three touchdowns. I need to gain 100 yards. Be where your feet are is just look down. Where are you? This moment, this time, I can control what I do. I can control how I think. And, and I'm going to try to do that the best I can. I'm not going to worry about what happened in the past. I'm not going to worry about uh, where I'm going to get drafted or how many yards I'm going to gain in this game or even whether we're going to win or lose. Just worry about the next play. Uh, and if you can dominate the competition, you know, one play at a time, you probably end up being successful at the end of the day. Love it. Notice, Was that Mark Ingram? Yes. Notice his desk. Did you notice all the stuff all over his desk? All the I, rings? He, no. Anytime anybody ever wants to say anything about my desk being cluttered, I'm just like, go look at Nick Saban's desk. <laughs> Don't a judge genius. Me. Football genius. I bet he knows where everything is. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's Guaranteed. a mess, but he knows where everything is. Yep. Speaking of somebody who made it successful, you know, a former Alabama player in that same thing, Mac Jones was just named by Bill Belichick team captain well for this last week so team captain Mac Jones second year really second year wow and uh so anyway I think did, we're actually gonna do a dad joke did you see dad jokes. did you see the video that they did before during game day of all the coaches that had had like like rough patches like they got fired or whatever and then Saban uh-huh. give them a shot off no yeah you gotta go back and look that up it's about a two, two and a half minute long video. Was that on game and, day? Uh, yeah. And they, they went and they had like Sarkeesian and Kiffin and Bill O'Brien and, and these guys that had come through, um, Butch Jones, that had been fired. And they let them kind of tell their story like real briefly, 15, 20 seconds of how they departed so poor, you know poorly or badly from the previous team. Yeah. But how Saban gave them a shot and said... You know, like Sark said, he come in and made like $35,000 for one year. And he's like, don't pay me. I just want to come in and just, you know, learn. Just, just learn. But Butch Jones said he made like $30,000 as an analyst one year to come in and work under Saban and then the game. Now he's got his own, his guy's own team at Arkansas State. Lane Kiffin come in, Old did mess. all that, you know. And and he picked him up all in bad spots. Oh, yeah. yeah bad and, spots. I mean, he's helped so many of them to be able to kind of restore them to what they what they once were. D-A-R so. in the room. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, here we go. The Varsity Athlete Interview. All right, we're joined by Caitlin O'Neill and Caleb Allen from D-A-R. It's going to be a great day. We're going to yes. have lots of fun. So... We're going to get started. I said this. Caitlin O'Neill, she's 17. She's a senior. She plays post in basketball. And she's a third baseman in softball at Grant. Caleb Allen, he's 17. He's a senior. He's a point guard on the basketball team. Are y'all excited to be the seniors now? Y'all are the oldest yeah. people in the room. Sorry. <laughs> Don't make me feel too old. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, both of you, y'all start. Tell me what you would enjoy about each sport um basketball i'm yeah. probably closer to the whole team in general yeah softball me and only two other seniors play so i'm more close with them yeah but it's more of a team sport basketball i think is. okay more than more than softball i'd say okay now tell me what you like about softball what do you enjoy um our coach 
I love our coach. coach. Yeah. Your coach. Okay, we're going to talk more about that in a minute. <laughs> Caleb, tell me, what do you love about basketball? Uh, I don't know. I just see it as a way to, I don't know, like put things to a side and just find something you can like comfort in and become like close. I don't know. Just have fun with your friends, I guess. It's more of a hangout when certain times or sometimes you can get serious. It comes, I don't know. Okay. Nice. So, so how long have you been playing basketball and softball? Um, I started basketball maybe 10 or 11. And softball I've been playing since I could start. Since like, wee ball people. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> since yeah. T-ball. Yeah. Okay. What about you? How long have you been playing basketball? As long as I can remember. I'm the youngest of four, so I, I grew up with my brother and my sister playing basketball my whole life. And then you were saying earlier you played baseball and, and football, too, all the way up until just last year you quit to just yeah. play basketball only. Yes, sir. So, yeah. I so played football until my 10th grade year. Then baseball I stopped when school, school ball started. Gotcha. Was that just to focus more on basketball to try to get a scholarship? or uh, No, I just I just didn't enjoy it as much as I did basketball, so I just wanted to play that more. I got you. I understand. Doing what you love. Yep. Exactly. So, okay, we were talking about coaches. Mm-hmm. Caitlin. <laughs> How have Susan Howard and Justin Foster affected your life? Uh, both have affected me in similar ways. They both made me grow more. Like Coach Howard has totally pushed me to where I wouldn't have been if she hadn't came in my junior year. Right. And if she had came in sooner, I think I would have been leaps and bounds of what I am now. Wow. But I'm glad she came in when she did, you know? Yes. And uh, Justin Foster, he came in last year and he did the same thing. He totally built our softball program way up than what it was before. Nice. And they've both affected me in positive ways. Wow. For Caleb, it's you, Justin Jonas. Tell us about how he's affected your life. Uh, he's just taught me to be a great leader and follow God, like, first of all, then put your family next, then we can play ball. Just put God first and just follow what you want to do and then be a good leader for everyone around you. Set good examples, but. He does that, but he also pushes us to get better every day. Mm-hmm. And just, it's a good leader. As an athlete, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So, Caitlin, how has your family impacted you <laughs> in this? Uh, my mom and dad both pushed me to be, especially my dad, mm-hmm. pushes me in basketball and softball. But he's he's a real, <laughs> he really pushes <laughs> me in basketball because he played when he, was, when he was in high school. So, he knows my potential and I just thank him for pushing me. Do you have those conversations on the way home after a game? Nothing like what I just... It's... You could have done this. You could have done mm-hmm. that. It's... Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> constructive criticism, but yeah. it's still criticism. Yeah. What yeah. about Do you, you like Caleb? that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely helps. And when I'm in the game, I'll think about what he said, especially after something happens that I know I could have corrected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll remember yeah. it from the next play. I mean... Or if you go okay. back and watch film and yeah, you see yeah. it, especially. And he's yeah, and he loves to, like he loves when I tell him, yeah, you were right. He loves <laughs> when I admit I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Caleb? How's your family impacted you? Yeah, they're very like strong in sports and mm-hmm. push me to do the best, but they don't really. They can just like they, I don't know. They push me to do the best, but they don't like really. You know, what's that word? Like they don't. Like, they don't criticize me as yeah. much as other parents should, like would. So we kind of agree on things more than just like, you should have done this. I should have been like, I know, we talked about this. We don't like yell or get arguments or anything over it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I agree or something soft. or We don't really talk to them much about, I'm usually just listening to music on the way home so I don't have to hear it. <laughs> yeah. 
So you no, said it's... you said you you're the youngest, right? So yes, you sir. have older brothers and sisters. Or yeah, brother? one older brother and two older sisters. So how did they impact you with sports? Was you out in the backyard playing and stuff against oh, them? Still the doing time. it now? Or? All the time. Yeah. Well, all of them are off at college or off growing up doing grown up things. But <laughs> whenever they were in school, yeah, we were always outside playing. It forced me to be better, obviously. Yeah. My brother's six years older than me, much bigger. Wow. So I had to get get better faster. He block your shots a lot. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> when you said he was your inspiration, how? Why does he inspire you more than your sisters? Uh, I, I I just see it as a way because when he has his mind to something, he just really pushes to get to it, and so that's just. It really inspired me to just get things done in order that you want to get done and go after go after problems you want to solve. And that's something he does good, I feel like. And it just, I feel like it was a good example to be set as a good brother. Love it. So let me ask you this, guys, okay? I think every athlete deals with this. We go through, you know, before the game, the nerves hit, right? Mm-hmm. You get the emotions. You deal with the butterflies. Nick Saban, before y'all walked in, just talked about with John Ingram, how, how to deal with that. You know, he en- ended up being a Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, what are some things that you do to get yourself mentally prepared for a game? How do you, what does that pre-game prep look like? What are, you, what are you doing all the way up to the moment they blow the whistle? Well, I mean, before each game, we normally have a team meal. So that kind of calms me down if I'm with everyone. Food Especially, makes me happy too. Oh, yes. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A, yeah nerve teaser but yes um each before each game we always watch the jv boys and girls and we um kind of think about like we'll see the other team come in we'll kind of size them up i guess yeah because i mean we played everybody that we've played forever and we know these girls and we know what's going to go down and we just talk about it talk it through and i mean in the locker room we're like i'm so scared to play in front of everyone you know like especially the first game especially first home game and everybody's there but it's really not that bad once you realize who's actually watching you it's just parents and friends really not anything serious yeah and i'll tell them that and they'll normally calm down nice nice caleb what do you do to get ready for that moment uh usually all my nerves calm down during warm-ups i'll be on the court when i hit the court everything just calms down it's just me and my friends and then the other team i don't really see anything else other than that when i'm on the court but before that i'm usually like she said team meal eating calms you down Mm -hmm. gets you gets you ready for the game is the start of it and then from that point on, I'm just listening to music by myself or talking with my friends about this, this, and that, what we can do as a team to beat the other team and yeah. talking about the matchups and what we can do. What's the music you're listening to? Oh, it can be a variety of anything. I could go from, I don't know, like <laughs> considered girl pop or like Olivia Rodrigo, or I could go listen to J. Cole or something. Nice. Good night. Did you guys? <laughs> no, that was that was uh, me and my brother. We went bow fishing uh, around Christmas time, a little after Christmas. And in Guntersville? Yes, sir. With Glenn Ledbetter. Yes, sir. <laughs> what kind of fish wow. are those? Uh, dead ones. I know that. I don't know what kind. Big, big fish. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your arm. When he says, yeah, fish stories, he's not joking. Mm. God, Steven, thanks for throwing that up there. You're welcome. But anyway, okay, what do you, uh, Caitlin, you listen to music before? the game you i mean are you silent what are you i'm definitely not silent i right. i run my mouth more when i'm nervous no not you kate no, no, never, no. Never. but i do talk to because the younger girls get freaked out as much as i do so right. i try to calm them down and that kind of i guess calms me down too yeah but i don't really listen to music other than what we warm up to and that changes every game nice so seniors yes sir okay <laughs> what is uh what is something y'all want 
to leave the underclassmen that's something i always like to ask is how how do y'all want to impact them what's something you want them to say when y'all walk out off that court for the last game last off the field for the last time what would you want Uh, them to say man this is you know i was their favorite senior you were their favorite senior (laughs) (laughs) no i'm kidding i just i don't know i'd want to be more of a leader than maybe years before i mean i know older when i was a freshman i was terrified of the seniors and Mm -hmm. i don't want anybody to be terrified of me i want them to think okay if she's doing this and she's getting praise for it maybe i should try that too i don't want them to think i'm like mean or i'm gonna jump down their throat if they miss a pass or something i don't want them to look back and think she was really mean (laughs) yeah you got the open door there they can come talk to you or anything anytime that's good yeah i don't want them to see me as a monster and big and bad and older than them i don't want them to be scared of me yeah that's good caleb yeah i'm built off that saying i want to be a good example set and but i also want them to know it's like it's important to work hard even if no one's watching i want to leave that footprint on them and just have them do that but also like she said just joke around with them make sure they know we're not going to hurt them we're just like them we were in their (laughs) shoes exactly where they are one day yeah well speaking of which who were some upperclassmen in your lives that have really like at dar that you really respected you really looked up to colton harvin he was a why he was a senior when i was a freshman and just seeing him on the court he was just he was a such a smart player and he impacted the game so much it was just seeing him play was something spectacular at the school nice yeah um kate bowling i know she's only a year older than me but um i've played with her since i was little itty bitty and she's definitely pushed me to be better and she she we're friends like we're pretty close and she knows how i how my brain works and how everything runs in there so she knows how to get in my head and push me to do better nice Okay, y'all talk to me about this. I want to hear some of, of your uh, greatest moments that you've had in basketball and softball. In the years you've been at DAR, tell me some of the moments you'll remember probably for the rest of your life. Um, in softball this past year, we came back from like a, I think it was a six run lead, six run lead, and um, it was a team effort. It wasn't like one person was making all the plays. It was we got ourselves together and we finished that game and we nice. weren't supposed to win that game at all and we like did um, that's cool caleb uh winning area championship that yeah. was that was something that was special i feel like because we won the regular season and we won the actual tournament championship afterwards so that was just big deal but yeah it was nice who was the big team that you beat that you didn't expect to win against come on caleb you got this <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm just confident in our team in general, so I don't see us. There's no way we're going to lose to this team, but I mean, yeah. I don't know. Last year, I feel like we, we just fought hard every every time we played. If, if we felt like we were really going to win that game, we were going to win it. Yeah. Who, who do you want this year? Who's the one team, Caitlin? Sardis. You want Sardis. Mm, Sardis, yeah. you hear that. Caitlin says they're coming for you. Uh, she, we, she's we, coming for you. <laughs> we played them first. Uh, in the regular season last year at their place and they kind of blew us out and then they came to ours and we lost by two and we're right there and I know we can get it. Oh. And I want so to big improvement. Uh, yes, yeah. 100%. You hear that coach call them? <laughs> Caitlin says she's coming for y'all. <laughs> Be ready, coach call them. Caleb, what about you? Horns uh, down. Horns hmm? <laughs> 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 down. Boaz. Boaz. Yeah. yeah. Oh. One of our coaches just moved there, so it's just like, you should have uh, stayed here kind of thing. Oh. oh. Nice. So you're calling out. You're, you're calling hurt. Out. You're Co- hurt. I hear yeah, it. Coach I Burns. Hear it. I'm calling out Coach Burns. You should have stayed here at DAR. 
There it is. Oh, Coach Burns is Coach it? Burns. Wow. Is a, he's at. He's back at Boaz. He went back home. All, he's all with the two-headed monster of Coach Thrash and Coach Black. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So, Caleb, Caleb, Caitlin, what is the coolest game that you've gotten to play in? Mm. Maybe that Sardis game, really, because that first game was it was our second game of the season, first away game, and that that atmosphere was crazy. They had a big student section, and there was a lot of parents there because it was one of their first home games too. And um, we definitely, I think we freaked out because if we can beat them, almost beat them later, we could yeah. in the beginning. We were just, it was just fresh, you know. Yeah. And then we played really well the second one. Nice. And even if we lost, I was glad that we played the way we did. Caleb? Yeah, probably this the sub region game we lost. It was it was a big game. We we definitely could have won that game. There's just some things we didn't execute the way we should have. That was probably the most biggest game that I've played in that like stood out. Not just because of where it was, but because of the things that we could have done and where we could have went with it. Wow. So good. So so we've talked about your, your favorite moment. <laughs> we've talked about who you want. Now give us your most embarrassing moment in sports in or in general sports. in sports oh let me think if, there's if, plenty is there plenty <laughs> oh man over uh, the years there's plenty yeah. alright Caleb we'll go with you then uh, I don't know there's there's nothing worse than either everybody on a, a free throw or shooting one way over the rim like yeah. from the corner <laughs> and then I, hearing everybody chant air ball air ball yeah or, or every, just everyone just like laughing it's like yeah exactly <laughs> like the oh how did you do that yeah <laughs> or why is he playing yeah. that kind of that kind <laughs> yeah. of sound in the why game. are they it's still just, in yeah like, you just want to scratch your head turn away and just walk out <laughs> air ball and a free ball a free throw would be pretty bad yeah I'd probably want to hide, hide and walk off the court <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever air balled a free throw but I'm definitely brick some and yeah when I was younger, and that's just, I know I was younger, but that's still change the you, subject. <laughs> have you ever been so just like amped up, adrenaline running, big game like that, and completely slam one off the backboard like a layup or something? Yes, like definitely, definitely on a fast break. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then hear the coach scream, What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And then you sit for about a minute or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Regain your composure. Since we're going in the fun stuff, why is Pitch Perfect and Harry Potty <laughs> Potter? Your favorite movie? Why? I, I have seen both. I've seen Pitch Perfect and both, like all seven Harry Potter movies, so many times I could probably recite seven. All of them. I think there's seven. Yeah, six believe, or seven. I believe you. I don't. Yeah. I've watched those movies forever, and Pitch Perfect is hilarious, even if it was made in like 2015. The humor is still hilarious to me. <laughs> See how she went yes. there, like yes. only even though it was made in 2015. Yeah. I know that. That yeah, it's older compared to other movies that are coming out now. Wait, wait till she's our age and, and somebody <laughs> does it. She just threw down <laughs> eight of them. Twenty fifteen. Don't you? Everybody else in this room, you feel old, right? Now that that hit the same way, right, Stephen? Stephen, right? does that make you feel old? Don't Stephen? even talk to me about that. I just turned right. forty. No, right. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. So long ago. I'm not saying that was. A century or two ago. I'm just saying. Sure feels the humor's like different. I was Jeez. born in the last century. It like it was 2015. <laughs> feel officially old, okay? But yours, and I gotta know this, Caleb. Your favorite movie is America's American Psycho. Yeah, I don't know. I just <laughs> you like scary movies, obviously. Yeah, Why? Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's just something that interests me. I don't know. American yeah. Psycho. I think I think Patrick Bateman did a great job in the movie, but it also shows the flaws with like Americans' culture. 
and it, it's it's very dark but it shows like <laughs> the mindset of what can happen to someone so easily if you're putting too much stress or something can just click like that i don't mm. know it's just very interesting i just thought it was a great I movie the never, first time i watched it i've never watched I've that never movie it either. ever oh, it's but a great movie I, you know i have an issue because i i will watch scary movies and i go into this 007 mode <laughs> Where I'm then creeping around You're my house, and back. I was completely fine before that moment, like completely fine. Yeah, you, you don't have that problem, do you, Caleb? You just, not no, usually. He's, not he's, usually. Yeah, no. He's got it. He's good. Okay, I hear you. So outside of athletics, so one of the big things I push with my kids is you got to have academics. Academics carry you farther than athletics mm-hmm. will. So what are some some things? Are you involved in any any clubs or anything like that at school? And if so, what are they? I'm in uh, Caitlin's and everything. <laughs> Honor Society. Everything. Um, Art Club, Leo Club, FCCLA, Historical Society. All the clubs. I think that's it. All the clubs. <laughs> FCA. What is you Leo Club? You said Leo. Uh, it's. How would you describe Leo? It's we like, like do a, community yeah, projects. Yeah, it's like a voluntary so, yeah. okay. for the community. And you get kind of community stuff. hours because you need community hours to be in Honor Society and some other clubs. Oh, Caitlin is a celebrity at the AR. <laughs> So. I promise you I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, you're literally in every club. Do you hold any position in those clubs? Um, no. I'm not an officer or anything. President I'm just there. <laughs> wow. I just pay the fee, so it's on my oh, uh, yeah. college okay. applications. <laughs> Caleb is in the beta club. Sorry. He's underachieving. Uh, beta club. So I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. I'm talking compared to Caitlin and her 50 clubs. No, I'm, so, in, I'm in Leo club too. I forgot to put that one down. There it is. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Beta, and, beta and Leo. Okay. I Those like are it. Good. Those are two good ones. So tell me what you like about beta club. Uh, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. It's it's a good thing to have your regi- resume. Is a main <laughs> is, a, is a main thing I'm there, but... It, I don't know. It's just... It's interesting, everything that goes on in there. In places you get to go with it. That's the, that's a cool thing, I think. Okay, this is for you, Caitlin, because you are a part of so many clubs. Yeah. Uh, which is your favorite of all the clubs, mm. and why? <laughs> Probably Leo. We Leo. Get, yeah, we get out of school a lot. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we're doing some good stuff. We're working like uh, we did the track meet up here when our track was not finished maybe what a year and a half yeah probably yeah and we got community service hours for that and we clean up trash and stuff like that Hmm. that's cool so so what do you feel you've gotten go through the clubs what have you gotten (laughs) from each club uh art club pretty close with a lot of people in there um i mean i don't hang out with them like day to day they're not in my three friend What what is art club you just you just get there just and sketch. Yeah, just get there and just sketch. Pretty. This is a pretty little tree. Yeah, and you get a t-shirt from this it. This is so. a pretty little tree. A lot of Bob Ross. So you there. joined it for the t-shirt and the. It's on my, my college. Listen to you. I like it. It's hilarious. Okay, give me the other clubs. Leo, you is your favorite. Leo, yeah. Um, historical study. You just we're historical study. It's more like because um, you know the DAR ladies mm-hmm. at DAR when they come for dedication day, which is pretty soon. We decorate the school for them. That's one. That's pretty much the main thing they do. Cool. And uh, I think that's all. You said FCCLA. Oh yeah, that's um, with Miss Clark, our um, home ec teacher. Mm-hmm. We do a bunch of different stuff in there. Like there's sewing, cooking, and then there's competitions. I've never been to a competition like for cooking or it's anything just like for that. the resume. It's just for the resume. All of them are. It's just for the resume. <laughs> I just did you the reiterate that they're all 
for the resume. For the resume. <laughs> All of them. Um, Caitlin, how do you know you're a fast swimmer? Oh, because I race grown men and I beat them. Oh, did you hear the way she said that? I ain't really? trying. I ain't trying to get really? that. None of that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty fast. Grown men. By grown men, do you mean like me and Chris grown yeah. men? That Okay. Well, I, I, mean, I don't know that look, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> <but> yeah, <laughs> listen, if we was going by buoyancy, I think I win. But solid, but by solid speed, point. I'm not. Solid. I'm not built for speed. I'm built for like weight. Just, just hanging out. I bet I can sink splash. faster than you. Yes. Just throwing oh that out gosh. there. I bet I can get to the bottom quicker than you. I bet you can. I'm pretty fast. I don't know. Let me jump. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we're going math there, okay? So, anyway, uh, and so, uh, Caleb, Caleb, you golf. Yeah. How pl- good at golf would you say you are? I'm nothing spectacular. It's just <laughs> it's just more fun to go out there. Just a day out there. It's just so nice. It's just fun with your friends. You can goof off, not get in trouble much. There's nobody watching you. <laughs> so, you get to have fun while you're out on the course. What's the craziest thing you've done with a golf cart? I've actually never done anything personally that's crazy, but one of my friends actually broke broke the wheels and you weren't around you weren't able to turn the wheel. It would not like it was not cooperating with us. So that's probably the crazy thing I've seen happen. We broke a golf cart, but nothing other than that. Wow. Nothing out of the ordinary, I guess. What do you guys do for fun? I don't really have When you're not doing all these clubs. Uh take a nap. Naps. Hmm. I don't have time to napping is fun. It is to me. Wait till you become an adult. That's on my priorities. That's the priority. I need a nap. Naps. Yeah. Yeah. How often do those happen? (laughs) Pretty often. Like Uh almost every day. During class? Oh, no. After Uh practice. After school. I had people in my school, man, they would fall asleep, wake up, and make straight A's. I'm like, what's your problem? Stop (laughs) it, Chris. I used to take a nap in one of my classes. I'm not going to name it, but it was a tough English class. And um, I could fall asleep in it, and my teacher would come and put a little sticky note on there of everything we covered in my homework and stuff that was due for the next day. So you only passed because the teacher? I made a 98 in that class. Hmm. Your teacher was very kind to you. Yeah. She said, poor Chris. I was a class favorite. There it is. Yeah. Her I never class had favorite. That. But yeah. Oh, I was always jealous of those people. I'm like, how? How do you do that? Yeah. I have to study for those things. What, what's your favorite? So, you, so you do this whole little uh, FCCLA. You brought up the cooking and stuff. What's your favorite food? Like, what would be your favorite pre-game food before before? Oh, Nothing too heavy. Nothing too heavy. But what would be your favorite pre-game food? Maybe Kay. some chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. Okay. Not not a lot. Not then a lot. You, then you can't run as fast. Just a couple. <laughs> <laughs> and some fruit, maybe. Fill the grease in Call your them, yeah. Call them send chicken fingers to DAR before the game. And Caleb, what would yours be? Probably like chicken parmesan or something with noodles. Come on, and somebody, chicken. yeah. That's yeah. Like, he ain't worried yeah. about heavy. He's Hallelujah. Like, he's like, just just put it in there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm right. Piling that. Up. I'm piling up. Give I me can... two forks. <laughs> now, Caleb, wait, Caleb, you said you can cook, right? I like to cook. Look I, at I that. like to try. Look at that husband material one day. Oh, no. What's your favorite thing to cook? Steak. 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 I'm down with that. Fries or baked potato? Oh, potatoes. Yeah. I'm I'm good with that. Okay. (laughs) What's your favorite food, Caitlin? Uh, When it doesn't matter. When it doesn't matter for competition, what's your favorite? Probably steak. I mean, I eat steak a lot. My family always grills and cooks out and stuff. 
But I also need to get eat. that number and show up. I also eat a lot of fruit. Katie Allen Caleb Honor Society. <laughs> oh yeah, and Honor Society. Sorry. <laughs> Doing this. Is that your mom? Yes, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's embarrassed. I apologize, right mom. Are there any other clubs, mom, that he's forgot? Katie, is there any stories, Miss Katie? Is there no, any stories you'd none. like to share? <laughs> no. About Caleb? Yes. No, there's none. We love parent stories. We can bring them up. No, there's not. There's nothing special. We got three minutes. You can phone in and you can share them. I'm sure Stephen would plug you <laughs> right in. Would be you all you can stop about it? About getting her in here, it's okay. <laughs> all about it, Miss. I promise, it's okay. I've told you everything you need to know. Honor, <laughs> listen to him. He's got something to hide. Uh, but anyway, guys, we have had the best time. The show's still gonna go on. You can stay as long as you want. But we are so glad that you came here. I hope y'all have a great season. I hope you beat yes. Sardis. Me too. They don't come in the <laughs> studio, so I can say that with confidence i yep. hope you win well thank you and dominate and so caleb you're fun i'm hoping your mom <laughs> gives us some more fun things no hopefully, uh, hopefully i'm gone before she does anyway we're going we're going over uh right now we're going to go to facebook live and we just want to thank caitlin o'neill and caleb allen for being fantastic dar patriots yes you guys Thanks are amazing yeah, thank yeah. you thank you we had thank a great y'all. time thank y'all for coming the varsity freestyle all right, this is your chance to win a five-person all-day pass to B&B video game. Now, this is cool. This is in Albertville. It's right by the Pizza Hut. And uh, you get to pay once, play all day. It's a great place, fun place. Over 50 game systems. They have five, six of them that were in the actual filming of Season 2 of Stranger Things. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool place. All you got to do is call in. And answer the question. You're like, I'm afraid to answer the question, Seth. I, I'm afraid. It's okay. It's like phone a friend, but we got the answers. So you just call in. So even if you don't know, okay, somebody's calling in. But so I guess. <laughs> so question number one is this What is the official nickname of the state of Texas? What is the official nickname of the state of Texas? We've got somebody on the line. Did you hear the question? Um, yes, I think I did. What is the official nickname of the state of Texas? Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Um, it's called the... Honestly, I'm not sure. <laughs> nighttime Sky. The, yeah, the, the blank sky. star state. The blank star state. There's only... There's if you're only not with somebody, one? that means you're all alone. There's you're on your own. Nobody beside me. So it's a singular star in the sky. The... Blank star state. It starts with an um, L. Take the word alone and take the A off oh, the front. Oh, the lone star state. Yes! You got it. Hey, what? by the way, what's your name? Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. My name's Kayla. Kayla. Kayla, yes. what's, what's your last name? Mays. Kayla Mays. What's up, girl? We're glad you're here. Okay, next question. I believe in you. Okay. What do you call the outermost layer of the earth? What do you call, not the sky, but the outermost layer of the earth? You walk on it every day. It's called the... We walk on it? No, no. Let is me it help also you. on a pizza? Yes, it, it is. It is on a pizza. It is yeah. on a pizza. Yeah, wow. all the toppings go on it. Your kids usually want it removed from their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> oh, the crust. You got it! Look at you! Look at you! I like it. Okay, last one. 
What tool uses a magnetic needle that points north all the time? A compass. You got it! I didn't even have to help you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you are so good. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes. Thank hey, you. Are y'all having fun yet? Yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying this. I'm glad. <laughs> I wanted to make your day better. Oh, 100%. Dad jokes. You know any dad jokes, Caleb? Uh, yeah, I know a couple. I give, know. Me, give me one. Uh, Caitlin, you got one? Let's see. Let, let me think. think. My dad does this all the time. Let me think of a good one. Yeah, let me think of a good one. Steven, we're asking him dad jokes. Get ready to cringe. It's the dad joke of the week. We got two uh-huh. dad jokes. Please. We do. Yeah, this one I love. Uh, Jason. Jason. <laughs> I'm Jason. I am Jason. See, that's not a dad joke, is that's, it? No. That's, until not you yet. see part B. And this, this is Mama Moa. Mama. That's, that's good. Yeah, that's that's good. good. Mama Moa. And then this one, I, I like this one because dinosaurs are up here. During the film in a Jurassic Park, 1993, <laughs> T-Rex was known to sweat profusely as it was his first major role in 55 million years. <laughs> that's good. I would yeah. sweat too. I feel your pain from sweating. Me. And then you have Struggle. this one. Dear Rock, I win. <laughs> and this one, I'm not quite sure. I didn't test the, the climate, uh, but I'm just going to run it anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Artist formerly known as Prince. Yes. He is now <laughs> king. Exactly. As of today. Exactly. See? As of today. Moving on. He is up. king. Uh huh. He's king. It I like been, it. It might have been too early. I did notice his, <laughs> but, you know, his attire soon. got a lot it's more okay. glamorous. I noticed that today. His it did. He looked, he looked legit. <laughs> yeah. He's got some. Got some bling bling now New for stuff sure. Right there. Uh and so is Greg there? He is there. We've got fifty six seconds. You wanna go ahead and start talking to yeah, him? Yeah, Greg, right. what's up? Alright, Greg, you're up, man. Greg. What's going on? Hey Greg. What's up? How you doing? We got some DAR Patriots in here. So Alright. Good day. I don't know how things went down on the football world, but you do. And so yeah, I'm gonna give a little bit of an update. I don't, I don't think it was a real good Friday night for DAR. No, they're they're laughing. They got that. <laughs> it, was a, uh, it was a Thursday night, but we do not want to talk about it. They got that Next nervous question. laugh <laughs> over there. Um, but they're basketball players, so. Yeah. Well, hey, that's always a good basketball thing. Usually, uh, there you go. I can't wait to talk basketball. I, I love basketball. I can't wait till it gets here. That's All right, mm-hmm. here we go. Brief here we go. Hold, and I'll bring us up here in about five seconds. Now, sports analyst Greg Glasscock. I just had to wait till the drum started, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get that full effect there. It is right here. <laughs> and there it is. Okay. There it is. There it is. Right there it there. is. All right, Greg. <laughs> After that really cool What's intro, by the way, I'm jealous that that's not my intro. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you're. You're crazy cool. Greg, tell us what went down in sports and football, obviously, this last week in Marshall County. Give us the down low. Well, to give you a quick down low on it, it was another week of, of course, region play for most teams. And uh, uh, several games were moved to Thursday night to try to dodge the bullet of weather and come to find out on Friday night. I don't even think it really rained much until maybe real late in the evening. So, uh... You know, a lot of games move that maybe didn't have to, but hey, I would rather be cautious and move instead of taking a chance and being in a downpour or whatever. So Thursday night, I was out at Douglas for the Gunnersville-Douglas game, and um, 
the, the score really, you know, doesn't indicate how good of a team Douglas is. Um, yep. You know, they're really coming around. They play hard, of course. Uh, I guess you could ask your Patriots. There <laughs> I, was waiting for I knew it. that was coming. DAR. Um, I don't think that was a real not good evening out in ground. So uh, they, they saw firsthand how good Douglas can be. and They play hard. They really hit Gunnersville in the mouth early. Uh, they, they took the kickoff and very methodically drove it down, ate up about half of the first quarter clock, which is, I think, what they wanted to do uh, is win the time possession battle. And they ended up turning it over on downs, and then Gunnersville first play from Grimmick scored on a long run, and uh, that kind of started the snowball as the final score ended up being 40 to 6. But um, hey, Douglas is playing hard. They've really made strides over the years. Um, also, on uh, I believe the game it was moved to Thursday night, Boaz got their first win of the game. Uh, they went to Crossville and, and won big. Uh, Albertville went on the road and lost big. Um, they're once again having a tough time. Not only a tough time in 7A, but I was listening to some of the broadcasts and they actually lost their starting quarterback mm. for the year to a knee injury, and he is very good. He actually lit up Gunnersville in the season finale last year. So, uh, big loss for the Aggies, you know, to kind of add insult to injury with that rugged 7A schedule, and then you lose one of your key leaders for the rest of the season. They took it on the chin, and Seth, your A-Rap Knights keep uh, rolling right along. They had a big win at Sardis uh, last Friday night, so they stay undefeated. There you go. They took them for you there, Caitlin. Somebody's got to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one team they want to beat, Greg. <laughs> Is A-Rap? No, Sardis. Sardis. Oh, Sardis. Uh, yeah, Sardis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so Arab won. They beat Sardis. They're undefeated still. Mm-hmm. Greg, yeah, I believe I believe the clash of the year is going to be the Wildcats versus the Knots. Yeah, well, that's what I predicted preseason. Is I can see both of those teams being undefeated when they play in mid-October in Arab and. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, looking at this week's schedule, Gunnersville comes back home, has a big one against Boaz. You know, even though Boaz only has one win on the year, uh, that's always a real good matchup. Uh, your Knights in a game that I really want to keep an eye on, um, they host Scottsboro. Mm. And, you know, Scottsboro's a bit of an unknown, kind of, you know, they've really won the games I'd say they were supposed to and lost the games maybe they were supposed to so I think the jury still might be out a little bit on Scottsboro but I think that's going to be a real a real good game and then you've got Albertville uh, after being on the road for three weeks they come back home to host Austin Crossville and Sardis get together uh, something's got to give there um, you know Crossville could be a good game it should be a real good game. Yeah. Crossville's looking for their first win of the year, and I think Sardis' only win of the year uh, was the first game of the year. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was uh, was that not against DAR? Sardis. Y'all played Sardis. Wait, DAR? I don't think we played them. Have yeah. we? No, <laughs> no, it wasn't us. Trying to remember who's 
trying to remember who Sardis opened their season with, but uh, I think they only have one win on the year. So uh, it was us. It was. <laughs> we yeah. both remembered at the same time. It was <laughs> us. They beat us. Yeah, it was the AR. Okay. They're crying okay, over well, here, Greg. You you just poured well, salt into one. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking it, was, but it was a very close game. I do remember that. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it was very close. So uh, it was way at the beginning of the year. And then, uh, speaking of the Patriots, there you've got. I see where they host Madison County this week. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll see what happens there. So you know, football still in. Full swing. Uh, got a lot of good matchups. Um, you know, before you know it, we're going to be at close to the midway point of the season here in the next two or three weeks. Hard to believe, but uh, you know, it's um, it's getting to be crunch time here in the region. You know, I think this is the third week of region play. So, uh, you know, as far as the playoffs and the seeding, we'll see. You know, that'll become a little bit more clear here probably in the next couple weeks or so. And then just shifting gears real quickly to uh, volleyball. There's a huge match, I think, this afternoon between Gunnersville and ARAB. Wow. Uh, that's two ranked teams. The last poll I saw in 5A, ARAB was ranked fifth and Gunnersville was ranked sixth. So, uh, wow. Got a, got a lot of volleyball action going on right now, too. Wow. And that's always been a huge rivalry in volleyball, them two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really being getting to be huge in every sport. You know, as close as those two teams are, and mm-hmm. you Especially know, since rivalry. Five A now. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Once they wrap dropped from six A to five A, I think that amped it up even a little bit more mm-hmm. because now they're you know they always kind of play, but now uh, it's region it opponents yeah. in five A. So yeah, it matters even more now so good well greg i appreciate you calling in and giving us an update on everything sure thing always enjoy it i appreciate you thanks greg thank you i'll talk to y'all next week yes sir good to talk to you good talking to you see you the buzzer beater all right, that's sound lets you know where you can find us when the show's over. You can find us on Facebook at the Varsity Radio Show. You can find us on Instagram at Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show. And you can find us on Twitter at Varsity Radio eight eight five. And of course, over on TikTok at Varsity Radio Show. Podcast everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Hey, we are so glad that you joined us for another Varsity episode. Uh, and it is, the Varsity is always fueled by Charburger. They're the home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger, Philly Cheesesteak and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings, and then let's never forget B&B Video Game, your 80s-style arcade right beside the Pizza Hut in Albertville. 80s-style arcade video game retail store. Hey, guys, we're so glad you joined us again with the DAR Patriots. We're so thankful for Caitlin O'Neill and Caleb Allen. They are fantastic. They're going to do a great job this year. And we're so excited next week to welcome the Marshall Christian Stallions, Andy Corsmo, Grant Guthrie. They're going to be here in the studio. It's going to be a good week. We'll see you. Same varsity time, same varsity place, 2.30 to 4.30, 88.5 JFM, the Varsity Radio Show.